This is PBE Daily Early Mornings and Late Night Podcast. My name is Point Blank Ivumbi. Thank you so much for taking the time to enjoy this podcast and actually sharing it and continuing to give it the support that I could not thank you enough for actually providing for it. I've been enjoying the fact that even in my return to two episodes in, there's already an upsurge in the curiosity and even the direction that I'm taking the content present here. I've been able to move a great chunk of things that are on my obligations list and I think because of the slow return to a degree of normalcy, I've decided to actually make another podcast episode come to life and continue to do so, hoping that the order that I like and prefer is maintained and it continues to be the that which is in the fore. I wanted to make an episode today dedicated to specifically to the ladies in regards to something that I came across during my hiatus and the research that I came across and material that I was actually consuming as far as books. There's a book by Robert Greene. I think I've touched on it here and if I haven't, let me just bring it up now. And it's a book called The Laws of Human Nature by by Robert Greene. And he was going through this book and in the book he was trying to define potentially things that we may have lost or may have failed to pay as much attention as it deserves in regards to that which is the relationships we have with each other as far as human interaction, the relationships we have with each other in regards to professionalism and uh, the workplace and even in the in the sense of relationship as far as love interest is concerned. And the one thing actually that stood out to me, and I think I've mentioned it once or twice to some friends of mine in conversation, and it's this one interesting element that I feel it may have been lost in time as far as how we've been able to perceive ourselves. And when I say perception, I mean in regards to uh, sex. Forget the idea of uh, gender because gender is very, very, it's a very, very wide topic because I believe there's been more genders added to the the collection of, of that which has existed because which, which we thought was based upon sexual organs. But I think... Uh, the sexual organs justified male and female. So I'm going to go and be a member of the Stone Age at this moment and speak in regards to male and female. And in the book, what is addressed is the ideals of how we may have had for the longest time a misconception of what we are as far as male and female. And when I say that, I say to mean this. And I'm paraphrasing just to be clear i'm paraphrasing that which i consumed in that information and this is just my comprehension of what i found the male like boys when boys are born by default we tend to gravitate towards our moms it's not even something we 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 could we could say is in the works where we actually say hey man i think i'm gonna really just pay attention to what my mom says more than what my dad says and in that sense we tend to be as boys little boys as superbly superbly in a higher sense emotional we tend to tear up faster we tend to vent faster we tend to wish to be hugged and held more and affection we constantly seek that affection and as we grow older it's kind of either beaten out of us or it's numbed out of us because that the ideal of manhood has to be changed thereafter because you have to be tough in order to be able to achieve anything and i think more of that can actually be touched on the episode i made about my definition of manhood and the separation should have with the misogyny and the female is 
more or less gravitates to the father and the female will always or the girl will always be more rational and more rational thinking and they're always more assertive and they're always more ready to do anything jump into the deep end and discover that which is possible or that which could be tamed to become possible from the category of the impossible and when you look at those particular takes the female is numbed in the sense of they dumb her down by dumbing her down to make her become less assertive in herself less believing in herself less uh coherent of the competence that they actually could uh, are, are capable of and it kind of bugged me when i heard that story and i think the the, the extent to which that particular uh touch on that topic came up came hand in hand with this whole idea that of something i'd like to actually touch on a different podcast but i think i'll just highlight it here we've always tried to find the perfect way to deal with the ideals of parenthood and how to be parents as far as how when we look forward to the idea of the time when we'll be able to actually have our own kill children and what to do right by them and sometimes i see people say that they want to have a friendship with their kids and i think the mistake that is made is they try forge that friendship when they're still children which is a mistake i think and i'm not one to tell people how to parent but i think from my experience as far as the way i was brought up i knew what authority looked like i knew that was my father and you don't go against your father you follow what your father tells you and if you don't truly agree you try find a way to make compromises in order for him to be able to see things your way by proving why he should believe in what you are you are trying to get him to uh agree with you on so a friendship between me and my father happened when i passed my 20th birthday and started growing older from there we got to communicate more we got to talk more and when i got to my 30s is when we i could literally say we forged a friendship there after we could actually speak in a sense of he's making me now become a a better version of a man than i'd think what manhood is supposed to be but i take this back to the ideals of the female because i feel girls have been shortchanged in such a long time and add that to the social pressures and social anxiety that is born from social networks and social media and that which they allow themselves to actually contain or maintain in social media and social interactions and then add that to probably what they're taught by the matriarch who probably raised them because i've heard certain stories nightmare stories and i've experienced personally nightmare stories where somebody tries to make you distant from the matriarch who raised you and i for one on no occasion where i did not take my mom's words seriously did i succeed in anything and it's not because my hesitation was because of what my mother said it wasn't that it's just she was right the entire time i don't know if that's what they call the instinctive maternal instinct i don't know what if that's what it is but i feel in a sense that the fact that women have been denied so much in that which they're supposed to be which is their full potential selves has caused a backlash that weaponized itself to now punish any person who's male and to a certain extent i think it also suffers because even female to female the attacks they put to each other are more visceral and more painful to actually witness and to see that you have to make one be destroyed for the other one to be successful it's I'm not the one who actually could come up with answers for this but it's just an observation I've made that actually made no sense and it made me start vetting in my personal life like why do I tend to gravitate towards 
ladies who I find are, for lack of a better word, powerful. In more occasions, I have been in relationship or I've been in conversation with ladies who either practice the law or are curious about the law. So basically lawyers or practitioners of the law. And outside of that, ladies who assert themselves with authority and with great courage, I gravitate towards those females as well. Be they older than me or younger than me, I just like the idea of that they stand on their own two feet and they are their own strong versions of selves. And in my viewing of that, I started thinking back about historical figures who may be females, who may be their versions of how to deal with authority that stumps or stands before them to aggressively they deal with it in their own personal way. And it made me get my... <laughs> I'll put it this way, I got into my conspiracy bag rather aggressively on this one because it actually was born from a conversation with a very valued friend. I consider her one of my big sister figures. And from the conversation, I started noticing that maybe our understanding of certain historical figures was skewed the wrong way because we didn't see what was actually happening. And in that particular case, and I'm, I'm running with research or material that was, I consumed based off of documentaries, so this is all third party or second hand information, so we can't take everything of what was consumed as biblical truth, okay? So, the story of the Princess of Wales, Diana, and her situation with the House of Windsor, and that, and by that I mean the matriarch of the House of Windsor, who is Queen Elizabeth II. When you have a queen who has been queen since the age of, I think, 24, if I'm not mistaken, when you have her being in authority for so many years, she is already certain that all decisions that she makes not only affect her empire, but also affect her family. If you're a member of this family, your obligation is service to the country. It's not service to the individual or service to your own uh, free will or service to your own personal uh, passions. Those passions come second to the serving of the country. Your purpose is servitude. If you're a child of this person, your job is to make sure that you're ready to play your position, be you the heir of the throne or the hands that help the heir of the throne become an even greater king thereafter. Now, Take that situation and now include a princess who was betrothed to the heir to the throne at 19. And her being betrothed at the age of 19, she still hasn't found the time to actually be a woman. She's still a child. Hear me out. This is all vague speculation. She's still a child. And now she's supposed to be not only the bearer of a child of the heir to the throne, but she's aware of what comes with being in a relationship or being married to a future king. You're also supposed to be in servitude. You're also supposed to be in service to the country. So not only is that unfair in the sense of the freedoms that you may have had prior to you being betrothed to this person, but you now have a service to a nation which wholeheartedly now is devoted to knowing what is the new fresh ideas that you will bring because you're a young beautiful and adorable person for people to actually look at and hope to hear from 
Now, add on top of that the idea of the fact that tabloids were a thing in the UK. You want to hear about how people would actually make fake stories to make people successful or to make people become a bad image to the world. The motherload of how these particular fake stories and fake news were created is tabloid news. And the guys who really curated the idea of tabloid news, forget the Romans, the guys who really curated the idea of tabloid news is definitely the UK. Magazines like The Mirror and The Sun, these magazines would just cook up a speculation and because of the dram dramatic side and theatric side of it, it would be a bestseller. So you now start making this whole habit of trying to follow these celebrities or follow these figures who you'd like to term as and deem a celebrity because they're part of this one jewel that you have, which is a monarchy. You take this person who's now getting into their 20s, soon to birth heirs to the throne and sees the potential of influence that comes with being in this royal position and decides to take the young energies that she has and use them because she used to be a teacher take these energies that she has and decide to touch the entire world and make an impact to the entire world in regards to how people are dealing with disease and failings of, of health as far as droughts and stuff like that now add that to having friends of hers who are being uh, demonized and exorcised or treated unfairly because of their sexual orientation as far as being in the LGBTQ community. And they're now dealing with this tough situation called AIDS and HIV AIDS. And you're trying to be a friend to all, not only just the, the, the subjects of your, of, your, of your nation who are straight, but also the subjects of your nation who are also gay, and you're also trying to extend your hand to that. And now the old guard, which is the family, the empire, is always in your way because they're trying to stop you from being as free as you would like to be. Because there's an eyeball on everything you do. And then people will talk because trash and controversial news is important to these particular figures. The whole idea of trying to separate yourselves from how the old things used to be since the Second World War till the decrease of power as far as the empire is concerned and now the new normal which is reaching out to each and every person and treating them all as one, you end up in some eyes, again, speculating, appearing as if you are outshining the old god, you're outshining the old queen. So then you end up becoming subject to scrutiny and subject to attack because you're being a free spirit. Add that to the heir to the throne, or should we say your husband, also trying to make you toe the line when you've always been a free-spirited person. And as a result, even in upon your tragic passing, you are still held in higher regard than the family itself. I take all that and then I now think about it in the perspective of the queen who knows nothing but how to rule and reign. And the world is changing around her and technology is changing around her right, left and center. And she has to find a way to maintain order and pass a still united throne to her next of kin and keep the family legacy going. It would be perceived as if by having this husband, a wife to the heir to the throne being such a far distant representation of what a female is to the throne as she is, 
because the queen is known to actually hold the hold hold the line and keep tradition going but the wife of the heir to the throne is far more radical and far more free thinking than you are and you fear the repercussions of that of course the family will actually speculate thereafter and again i too am also speculating i'm working on hypotheticals we are deeply in a rabbit bag a rabbit hole on this one so let me get in my bag and then we can move away from this i feel it's unfair that in many ways how to be a girl and then you end up having to deal with boys who never were really taught to be men and then you have to carry the weight of that and you're trying to find a way to actually make a happy space for yourself in the future and so you feel that the only way you could do it because you're raised to to a certain extent you're raised to nurture so you feel the reason and need to make a man out of this boy you found and then you're perception of what making the man is or what manhood is is skewed wrongly because it's based off of information passed to you from what is sensationalized on social media and on social conversation and even in in shows where they're trying to speak from the perspective of how adults are trying to maintain a lifestyle in their 20s 30s and 40s as, as they grow older and that which is perceived as the perfect way for the ideal of love life marriage relationship it's all informed by sensationalized theatrics and then comes the one part where i'm going to cape for what i think i was at some point a guy who believes he will build something and if a person believes in that which i'm building and i believe in what they're building together we'll build something greater as we go each in our own individual ways and then together as one and that becomes demonized because of the sacrifice that has to be made and the fact that there has to be a sacrifice made because of the theatrics that have existed you expect the theatrics also to also to exist in that which is your situation together as far as your relationship is concerned in every single scenario i've described right now i feel not only in the case of the person potentially looking for the perfect man for relationship or the case of uh the late princess of wales who was just trying to be the best version of herself as she discovers herself as a woman as a mother and as a future mother of the nation and in the sense of the actual british monarch who was the mother of the nation who began being a mother of the nation at 24 upon the tragic passing of uh, the, the sad passing of her father because of, of of lung cancer and all that in every scenario i've described i feel each female figure was not granted the opportunity to be the full versions of themselves because they were never allowed to discover themselves It takes me back to the ideals that my brother actually mentioned to me when he said he wanted to have a daughter first and not a son. And whenever I think about that I always feel as if since I'm yet to have any children and I'm yet to have a family of my own, I hope to be amongst the male figures who my niece my nieces look up and say I know what perfect men look like and I know what a version of manhood looks like I've seen it in my uncles I'd like to be that kind of a definition or that type of example 
I overthink a lot of things in regards to how I'd like the world to perceive me and I, I overthink a lot of things in regards to how I'd like the world to remember me upon my completion of that which is my task upon this earth. And in all that, I feel I'd like to play a part without um, sounding like I'm caping for any side to try gain favor. I'd like to hope that without trying to pick a... a a fight with anybody. I hope that in my everyday simple interactions and actions, I play a positive role in that which is female. I hope that if I can be positive in a genuine way, that that which is left behind by what I do will be successful. And it is why I say this statement, I never really say it just for the men. So I'd like you as a female, whoever you are, as you listen to this, say it with me. Be Caesar or be nothing at all. Thank you again for being supportive of this podcast and taking the time to listen to this podcast. And yes, I may be caping and trying too hard to be pandering to the female audience because there's not much of a female audience for this podcast, but that's neither here nor there. If there's more dudes listening to this, maybe it actually plays a part for us dudes to actually better ourselves. Hey, we gotta try somehow, right? Until next time, Uno. Uh.